Welcome to the perfume room. I am wearing two scents today. They were both gifted PR. The first one I'm wearing is Floris Platinum 22. And the second that I'm wearing is Commodity Paper Plus. Need to just shout out the PR I have received recently. It has all been top tier. I do not need to talk about anything that I receive, but you know that if I do talk about it here, it is because I love it. And these are two excellent sniffs. So let me tell you why. First, let's get into Floris. They reached out and asked me if they could send me their newest scent. And I was like, sure, what is it? And they were like, it is inspired by the historic milestone of the Platinum Jubilee of Her Majesty, Queen Elizabeth II. And it is inspired by her own majestic gardens. And the heart of the fragrance is Oris. You guys, I was like, yes, say no more. Because you know, when you just hear a description and you're like, I'm going to love this. I'm going to love it. Well, you know what? I was right. I received it last night and it blew me away. Oh my God. It has such a beautiful journey. It is very much not linear in its wear. And I loved every single part. So let me tell you a little bit about said journey. It opens with this very sort of like cool earthy iris and clary sage combo that kind of feels something similar to what I get in like memo Irish leather. Like it just feels very like earthy, sort of like outdoorsy iris. Then immediately it becomes very cozy and a little bit rooty. These notes of like sort of like an like an oat sort of feel like this very like cozy cloak comes out almost like in a like a a carroty yeah, it's Rudy. That's how I would describe as it opens up. And then of course comes the beautiful heart, which is this like peppery warm rose. And the Oris is just shining and blossoming throughout, which gives it this very sort of like lipstick accord throughout the entire wear. And then the dry down is this perfect sweet little musk that I'm going to say this, okay? And I'm saying this with love. The dry down of the scent sort of reminds me of the opening of Dolly by Dolly Parton, which in my humble opinion is the best part of Dolly, the fragrance, of course. I do love that scent. I do think the opening is so fun. The dry down leaves a little something to be desired, but I love it nonetheless. And this scent, going back to Floris, Platinum 22, instant love for me, a new favorite. I, it's You have to be along for the journey, and I absolutely am. It is such a great new lipstick scent for my collection. I should also note that it came with a purple scarf with Queen Elizabeth's face on it. Um, so obviously I'm very excited to wear that everywhere and anywhere. Okay, now the second scent I need to discuss, I think we need to give a formal fragrance apology. When I say we, let me be accountable. I, I need to issue an apology to Commodity Paper Plus, okay? You know I love Commodity. I've been waxing poetic about this brand for as long as I have been waxing poetic about brands. Their original discovery kit was the first discovery kit I ever tried where I was like, okay, every single fragrance in this kit is excellent. And you know I love their new kit as well, the scent space one that I've talked about many times here. But when I initially tried the scent space discovery kit, there were two fragrances, like the entire line of them that I wrote off, and that was paper and gold. I will say I always have enjoyed gold plus or gold bold, however you want to call it, just because I think it's such a great ambery vanilla. But in general, I find gold like, I don't know, there are other there are other sweet fragrances in the collection that I enjoy more. And then paper, I smelled it and I was like, all right, okay, I get it. 
ISO is super woody. I've seen it before. Meh. Okay. Well, a little exciting news in all of this is that I am happy to announce that in partnership with Commodity, I am curating a mini sampler kit of my favorite three commodity scents from the Scentspace kit. AKA, if you are not trying to buy the full kit and you are like, Emma, which three do you think are worth it? I'm coming out with the three that I think are absolutely full bottle worthy. And you know what? I like a little element of surprise. So I will hold off on telling you what those three are. But if you listen to this podcast, I'm sure you could guess. But I need to talk about the runner-up, which was so surprisingly Paper Plus. Because when Commodity approached me, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this the right way. Let me re-experience the Scent Space kit once more just to make sure there's nothing I'm writing off or my opinions haven't changed. The initial three I had in my mind did end up being the three that I wanted to go with. So I feel very confident in the three that I've picked because I love them then. I love them even more now. But Paper Plus surprised me so much. I think it's like a perfect cedary, icy super sandalwood scent. It's an amazing like sort of like skin scent. If you just want to wear something that smells like slightly edgy, woody, but neutral enough for like an office setting, I would go with paper. Plus, you still get that ISOE Super and Sandalwood and like Woody Note combo that you're going to get in the Paper Minus and the Paper Expressive, but I think the Plus gives it just like a slightly sweet twist with Amber Notes that I felt Paper Minus and Paper Expressive were a little bit lacking. So if you have not yet experienced Commodity Sun Space and you want to start small and just try my top three recommendations, stay tuned. More on that to come. I should also announce that Twisted Lily has restocked my discovery kit, which if you are unfamiliar with, it contains five of my all-time favorite scents ever. And to clarify, no, it is not my top five ever because like, I simply cannot do that. There's probably like 25 scents at any given time that are floating in my brain as scents I adore. And these are five of them. They are all very different from each other, but they are all inspired by the same overarching theme of old Hollywood glam. Everyone who has received the kit or or purchased the kit thus far, I've heard very positive feedback from. I will link it below. Thank you so much for your guys' support. And I'm so happy to share with you guys some of my favorite ever fragrances. Okay, this feels like a very long opening for me. Enough about me. We must get to our guests because this episode is so, so interesting. I'm sorry I'm releasing it a little bit late. Life got in the way. I promise you it is well worth it. Today, I chat with the co-founders of The Maker Hotel and the corresponding fragrance and home good line, The Maker. And these founders are Lev Glazman and Alina Reutberg. Now listen, okay? We throw out power couples all the time. Barack and Michelle, Beyonce and Jay-Z, George and Amal, Megan and Harry, David and Victoria. Okay, we get it. We need to be saying Lev and Alina, okay? I'm adding them to this list. This husband-wife duo, who both immigrated separately from the Soviet Union, met in the States, and went on to first co-found the wildly successful skincare and fragrance brand Fresh. Then they founded a bakery. Then they founded a hotel, the Maker Hotel. And then they founded the Maker Hotel fragrance, candle, and home care line. Founders, presidents, hoteliers, creative directors, designers, noses, restaurateurs. What don't they do? The answer is nothing. They are also incredibly humble and kind and so generously had such a personal conversation with me. We discussed the role that fragrance played in their relationship, even from the very beginning, 
which doubled almost as sort of a sixth love language. We discussed the sense, or should I say the scent, of communist Russia and how that inspired the brands and products they've since gone on to create, how fragrance is woven into the DNA of the Maker Hotel and how the scents inspire the hotel and the hotel inspires the scents. And it's this beautiful symbiotic relationship of fragrance, design, history, even cocktails. In this hotel, no detail was spared. Every decision was a very thoughtful, intentional one. I have talked about this line ever since I was able to first experience it, which was probably, I don't know, like a month or two ago now at this point, but I am such a fan of the maker. Wild has become one of my main summer scents. My entire apartment smells like Spiritus. It is such a beautiful burn. And as you'll hear, their fragrance stag is up for a Fifi award this year. Enough of me. This has been almost like 10 minutes of my rambling. Here are Lev Glazman and Alina Reutberg. Lev and Alina, welcome to the perfume room. I am so honored to be talking to you both. Hi, Emma. Hey, Emma. It's great to Hi. talk to you. Hi. Oh, so lovely. Okay. Well, for everyone listening, I am sitting in the maker shop in Chelsea right now, um, and it feels like a little sliver of what you would experience at the Maker Hotel with this beautiful wallpaper and furniture, and I'm very excited to talk to you guys about the hotel. Um, but the first question I always ask is, what are you currently wearing, if anything, perfume-wise? <laughs> well, I'm wearing a fragrance called Stag. It's from our collection. I love it. Mm -hmm. This is very warm woods and there's also certain freshness behind it. Mm -hmm. uh, and it feels very sort of like very confident. I, I, I love wearing this fragrance. and it, it, it gives me sort of like it elevates my spirit every time I put it on. Well, this is a good time to mention the Fragrance Foundation nomination, the award nomination, That's right? Congratulations yes, on that. Yes. Stag was nominated for Indie Perfume of the Year, right? It was nominated for Indie Perfume of the Year and Amazing. was a second fragrance I've done within the collection as, as I was developing it. Oh, and, wow. uh, and and it's amazing to see also how people respond to it. It's, um, it's, it's, it's completely from both sides. People mm -hmm. just love it equally. We're so honored because we just literally just launched and it has already been noticed. And I think that that's an incredible honor, as you know, I mean, yes. from many years of the past lives. Yeah. Um, so we're very thrilled to actually be the finalist. And of course, we're celebrating this already. And I'm wearing actually Libertine today, which is also part of the makeup perfumes. Okay. And it's our citrus, which is actually key in the pomelo. So it's a beautiful round citrus and then it has a dry woods dry down. So it has a very sophisticated dry down. And I love it. Okay, well, I don't usually answer for myself, but it feels relevant. What to fragrance you know. are you wearing? I'm today? wearing Wild, so I just <laughs> felt like I should let you know. Um, I love Wild, and it's really grown on me. Like I just, it it almost gets stronger throughout the day, yeah. and I, I notice that like peach feel. And I just, I actually, um, I was with my mom this weekend, and I was like, "You're gonna like this one," and I sprayed it on her. And when she first sprayed, she's like, "Oh, this is nice." And like an hour later, she was like, "Oh my god, like this is." It just grew on her, and it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, Wild, what I. I love about it and I was working on it. Uh, in, you know, tuberose is one of my most favorite flowers in the fragrances because mm -hmm. I feel it's, uh, it's, it's very confident. There is something about that fragrance and somebody mm -hmm. who wears it mm -hmm. can and can carry it. It's pretty amazing. Right. And I, I wanted to give it a modern twist. Mm -hmm. So the peach, the skin of the peach, mm -hmm. uh, it really brought that, piece to it because it's it's really rounded it up mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and made it so velvety. Right. And you're absolutely right. This fragrance, you're not the only one that says it. It's just, it just grows throughout right. the day. Which is not Be- typical in most fragrances. Yeah. Right. Because also the, the body chemistry and the warmth of your skin, it's really builds it up. And, right. and uh, I, I, to me, again, it's, it's very charismatic fragrance. And it's beautiful. It's so fresh. I love, I love Wild because that's my other fragrance. And mm-hmm. this morning, actually, I was thinking about which one should I wear. And, you know, I went through Libertine and knowing that you're actually wearing Wild. I mean, mm-hmm. don't you think that when you know someone wears the same fragrance that you know, like you kind of feel closer to them to some extent because yeah, you sort of feel like, this, like you're going through right? this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this olfactory sort of experience when you put it on. So, yes. Right. Do you guys have um, anything that you would consider a signature scent or like a type of profile that you love to wear? I mean, for me, because I work on the creation of the fragrances, mm-hmm. I leave the language of fragrances. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's a lot of it is about the mood and the mindset I'm in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, my, I'm, op- I'm open to a lot of fragrances. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I love floral, I love uh, citruses, I love woodsy notes, mm-hmm. I love all of it. Uh, but it, it all depends on my, you know, where I am today and, what, you know, how I woke up and even what I'm wearing. I, right. I, I mean, I think right. it's, it affects the type of fragrance I'm going to be gravitating to. Mm-hmm. And always was, always will, always will be. And a lot of times I could take a couple of fragrances and I'll layer them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll layer them in a certain way where one is that I always, every time I say layering a fragrance, you never take a fragrance and spray one fragrance on top of another. Mm-hmm. That's not the way I would layer fragrance. I would layer fragrance in a way where I'll put one fragrance on one arm mm-hmm. and the other fragrance on the other arm mm-hmm. and I'll let them so and then like you spin in circles communicate <laughs> with each other that's yeah. that's the way how I like to layer but mm-hmm. never really mixing them because you don't want to change the composition of every, any fragrance so for me that's what I do it's like it's I, I it's it's how I feel I love that today, yeah. and what about you Alina well you know I've kind of been living in the fragrance universe of love mm-hmm. for probably you know almost 30 years and I've probably since then had only worn fragrances that are actually created by love. So I would say that is my signature fragrance. It's probably love's fragrance. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting because there's always has been sort of one, whether it was part of fresh initial creation or through the period, or even now as the wild and libertine, you know, mm-hmm. there's always a fragrance that I feel like it really speaks to me. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I think that in some way, even when you understand a certain language of a certain creative process I I feel like I feel so home within that that I really even though I've smelled beautiful fragrances and I've actually appreciated them mm-hmm. but I think I'm just I'm staying mm-hmm. I'm staying in the love's universe of fragrance it's a good universe to be in yeah. so <laughs> I mean you know I don't blame you thank you there's something to that if you know the background and you know everything that went into it and all the things you you appreciate it in a whole new way so I I fully understand yeah I think that's it's really clear it's also there's a definitely certain language and a certain signature mm-hmm. I think that you know I find that, that there are fragrances that sort of move with you mm-hmm. I think it's really important mm-hmm. I think you you know they never go in front of you I mean they just like kind of live and absorb and mm-hmm. you never really if it's the right fragrance for you you never 
smell it rising off your skin, you feel like your skin is actually smells like that already. Right. I think that that's the most central experience is that when the fragrance feels like it, you've already been wearing it for years. I love that. Yeah, I never thought of it like that. So Lev, are you the sole fragrance person of your team? You're not working on, on the fragrances as you were? I work on the aesthetic visual effect the of visual. the fragrances. Okay, and you so work on the composition. Yeah, I, I work on the composition and of course I collaborate with a lot of great perfumers, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I but I work in a very unique way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not just about being the architect of the fragrance, but it's also uh, you know having the notes that come to life in my head when it relates to a certain fragrance and the story that the fragrance associated with. Mm-hmm. I see the notes, and right. so I, I smell the fragrance in my head, mm-hmm. and, and so, so when I work with the perfumers. Uh, I bring them into that story and into the notes and how they need to be balanced together and how we can develop into one full-blown composition, which mm-hmm. is going to be called the, fi- will be the final fragrance. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, Alina and I had an amazing partnership because she takes this emotion and that sensibility and brings it to life visually. Right, and the visuals are stunning. And I, I saw I heard that the box, the the packaging is actually based on wallpaper that you designed that's in the maker hotel. Well, you know, the I believe, you know, walls are important textures in any room. So mm-hmm. I think that we have this was sort of I've always loved textile. My background is in fashion. So mm-hmm. creating finally textile inspired materials for interior is really exciting because you know, obviously we've decorated the hotel so created a quite a few different wallpapers that we have Mm -hmm. used in the hotel and then it was definitely a point of inspiration when we're trying to tell the story of what the maker fragrances are Mm -hmm. and to really take them into that bohemian sensibility that's Mm -hmm. where sort of these patterns that we develop to sort of kind of uh, reflect the spirit and the style of the wallpapers Mm -hmm. but you know take them into a different scale and make it more of a delight and surprise kind of effect you know I think it's really important every fragrance has its own story and a character, and I wanted to attach it. And when Lev speaks about fragrance, he talks certain colors as well. So I try to connect the ultimate, you know, olfactory notes with the color inspiration and trying to put it together into the final result. So thinking of the fragrances that you guys have created for the Maker line, how would you say um, they are different from what you created with Fresh? Well, I mean, the fragrances uh, in the Maker line had to very much reflect the spirit of the the Maker Hotel itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Maker Hotel is very much built on sort of the sensibility of the design is very much inspired by it's a bohemian design. It's it's mm-hmm. it's, a, it's it's very eclectic. It's right. putting many different eras together and and celebrating them in harmony and in spaces. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the maker is very, you know, it's sultry, it's very sensual. It, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it's a place where, uh, you know, when people experiencing it, it, you know, they're being very inspired and, and it mm-hmm. takes them to places of dreaming and, and, and fantasies and the travels and other things associated with that, but particularly Whatever happens in the maker stays at the maker. Oh, okay. It's like Vegas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and and, and, and and those are in and some of those not some, a lot mm-hmm. of these stories are, are really were inspired in, in the end of the day by uh the maker in a design that mm-hmm. we actually we designed it 
ourselves and, right. and, and as we're designing it with emotion and bringing emotion into the design. Mm -hmm. uh, at, the, at the same time, the stories of the fragrances were really coming to life, in mm -hmm. particularly in my head. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I started envisioning it, how each fragrance fits within this particular environment and how do you leave that fantasy. Right. I mean, I know like naked is inspired by like having hotel sex, right? Like exactly. the intimacy <laughs> and the freshness of that experience. And it's like all the, I was watching the creative that you guys put on YouTube Thank of you. the, the visuals for each scent. Yeah. And I was just, you could just see all of those different, um, you know, visitors of the hotel and how each fragrance totally encapsulates that um, persona. Yeah, and, and, and each one creates their own stories. I mean, right. uh, these are the stories that in my head, in, in right. a way that some of them I experience and, and, right. and some of them that I maybe dreamt to experience, mm -hmm. but a lot of people have their own stories and, it, and it's up to their interpretation. Mm -hmm. uh, but the reference is there. Is right. The reference is there to inspire, to think about it and to dream about it. Right. And that's why when you exactly the fragrance that you talked about called the naked uh it's like a it, it, it's like a second skin type of fragrance right. and, 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 and it, it's full of pheromones it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's like a you know the sweat notes sort of like mm -hmm. the saltiness and and this beautiful musk and right. the oris root i mean all of those it's, it's a little animalic but at the same time it, it really have something it's very arousing because mm -hmm. it reminds you of intimacy right, uh, right. And, and the smell of sheets and right it still up. feels crisp like like fresh bed yeah. sheets exactly but, but warm skin but, and crisp yeah. sheets but, but, right? yeah. but exactly but by the warm skins of the people that were there together and shared an intimate moment and and, and it's very early in the morning and it, it's such an incredible experience when you've been with somebody mm -hmm. uh, for how, how many hours you were together and, and experiencing this intimate moment. Right. Uh, I, you know, I wanted to make sure that all of it was somehow captured mm -hmm. in, in a way that it does remind you of that human interaction right. and what happens with, um, you know, our body chemistry when we connect on that level. Right, right. Well, I mean, speaking of, let's take a few steps back. How did the two of you first meet? Well, that's a really long step. And Let's go, like, just own. a few, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm curious. I know you met in Boston. That's all I was able to find on the internet. You know, Lev and I are both immigrants. Lev is immigrated from Russia and uh, my family in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. um, but, of course, we met, you know, many years later um, through a friend, through a high school friend. Mm -hmm. And um, we became friends. And the most important part is that very quickly... The one thing that I found out about Lev very quickly was how much he loves fragrance. Because literally in his apartment, he had a tray of these beautiful classic fragrances. Mm. And uh, he gave me a gift of a scent, which, you know, people give you fragrance. It's never right. It's just based on a name or a designer. But mm -hmm. somehow he gave me a scent that I felt like completely and totally just was perfect for me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, how is this person that doesn't really know me that well? And, you know, I was in fashion, so I was very far away from all of that. To give a fragrance that all of a sudden I've, like, found a way how to love a fragrance when it actually completely and totally parallels who you are. Hmm. And he could speak about that in such a different way. And he told me his stories about growing up and, you know, experiencing this incredible French fragrance in the black market with his mom when he was six and just mm -hmm. always putting a fragrance, you know, 
to offset like a life milestone. But, you know, he also told me that he had this dream about opening a beauty store. And, you know, this was kind of one of those things that life kind of happens and mm. just circumstances led. Um, you know, the job I moved for to Boston actually stopped because they went up to live in and all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> you find yourself in a different city and with a dream that someone's completely, totally captivated you. And, you know, that's kind of how we jumped into opening fresh. Mm -hmm. So it happened very quickly, I think, within, you know, after a meeting that, you know, we ended up walking along the same path. And what was the fragrance that captured Alina so perfectly? I think it was, well, I'm probably, it wouldn't capture me now, but at the time, I think it was Miss Balmain. It's yes. one of those old classics, okay. you know, actually a like a floral, a white floral, I think it was. Yeah, but it was, a, it, it was a beautiful floral. I felt like it, it was complex uh, and I found Alina being, um, you know, person with a lot of emotions mm -hmm. and very smart very intelligent complex in her in her own way and it felt like the fragrance really expressed so well her personality there's something of the old world every time you know i look talina it, it's it, the old world in, in in a way where you know i always think about 1920s 1930s mm -hmm. when i right. when i looked at alina you know with her hair and and everything else something from another world you know yeah. from something that looks familiar but yet it felt so different for me and I, and that's why the fragrance that i chose for her i felt it was a perfect fragrance that expresses who she is i feel like that's the best gift you can give of just to know somebody in a fragrance language mm -hmm. you know it's another sense it's another means of communicating so i think that's beautiful and i'm yeah. also curious what your experience was that you were mentioning when you were six years old and you were exposed to fragrance? Well, I mean, my story goes, I mean, I, I was growing up in Russia mm -hmm. um, uh, back in 1960s. Uh, it was an iron curtain. Uh, nothing would penetrate to the walls of Russia. Mm -hmm. uh, it, people that live there, they can only buy what Russia produces and mm -hmm. controlled by the government. And... Uh, you know, I experienced something one day in October with my mother where uh, she and her friend took me to a black market mm -hmm. where uh, a lot of ladies in the black market uh, would buy things that would be smuggled into the country. Mm. Uh, they know that all these things exist, right? but they did not have the ability to have it that's right. readily available. Uh, so we'll, they'll be saving a lot of money for these type of occasions. Mm -hmm. And one step back I want to take is that there was no fragrance available in Russia. Mm -hmm. There were two fragrances available called Red Moscow, mm -hmm. one for men and one for women. Wow. It really did not smell really good. And, and the issues <laughs> that I even remember, the color of the juice, you know, the woman's uh, red Moscow was sort of like brown, ambery color, and, and the man cologne was very green color. Mm. So, so, so the, there's similar package uh, packaging and everything else. And and uh, the issue was is that because those are the only fragrances that were available, everybody smelled the same way. Wow. No matter where you go, right. it was I mean, one of those fragrances. That didn't and we can you imagine? The skin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> can you imagine you you sort of like. You're on the train, you, you, you're in the theater, you're in family gathering, right. and everybody's smelling the same. 
Right. And, and, it's and not even a source of identity when you all smell the same. No. Right? And and with this fragrance, you can't even have an identity because it smells the same on every skin. Right. Because there's there's quite a few strong chemicals in that, and it literally smells the same on everyone. It, it right. doesn't even let your body to convert it and make it its own. It's, it's a communist fragrance. It's exactly. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it, and 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 I, you know, all of it was done on purpose, just mm -hmm. to keep you in a certain mindset. Mm -hmm. And that's in that cold October Saturday when we were rushed out of the house. My mom, because her friend came and picked us up, um, to tell us that come over. Somebody is here. They talk to each other in codes. Mm -hmm. She said to her, um, Antoine is here. He arrived from Paris and he said he loves you. So they even, when they communicating with, communicated between each other, mm -hmm. they communicated in codes. Wow. And what it meant is that that, that very particular guy who smuggles certain fragrances mm -hmm. um, and particular fragrance that everybody were after, it's a French fragrance. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and, and the reference was that that's what he delivered. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Wow. So when we had to rush out, I remember it was a drive in a taxi for like 30 minutes probably. Mm -hmm. And I was still wearing literally my pajamas and my mom threw a coat on me and my house slippers. My mom had rollers in her hair mm -hmm. because it was Saturday and that's the, what she was doing. The same thing, just threw a coat on herself. And mm -hmm. we made it to the black market. And I remember when we finally getting, were getting closer to the card box stand uh, where that guy who smuggled the fragrance with the name, with the made-up name, uh, Antoine. Um, I remember when we got close to him and we were about to buy the fragrance, my mom was so nervous that she might not be able to put her hands on the, on that bottle mm -hmm. and and because he's going to run out because he's going to run out wow and she finally got the box and she paid them i remember 120 rubles mm -hmm. paying 120 rubles for a bottle of fragrance it's a lot of money right one month's rent the one that we used to live in the communal apartment mm -hmm. Uh, it was 22 rubles a month. Oh, my goodness. My mom's salary was 120 rubles oh a month. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So she paid one month's salary, uh, almost over five months' worth of rent. Wow. To buy a bottle of rent. That's how important it was for her. Wow. But what it did to me is that when she took me aside and she started feverishly opening that box mm -hmm. and pulled the bottle out and put the fragrance on herself... Everything transformed. She transformed. Mm -hmm. I transformed because I never smelled anything. This That's you've never smelled anything else. No. That's crazy I to think about. That, I didn't know that anything like this. I, I didn't know that it existed. That people and, could smell differently. Absolutely, and it was so beautiful. Yeah. And and but what I, I think that the, the seed was planted at that moment, and I think the emotionally it was so strong for me, where I felt. I was transformed mm -hmm. and I, I, I never experienced anything like this where something can really transform you at, at that one moment. Right. And from this moment on, every memory, every emotion, fragrance became part of it. Right. I would attach fragrance to it. Wow. And that sort of like obsession and sort of like, 
the, the, the interest and, and, and being intrigued by the world of the fragrance and curiosity about mm. how those notes come together and how, mm. how those compositions become what they are. This is where it became a very big part of me growing up and then becoming a young adult, mm -hmm. knowing that I want to be part of this world, knowing mm -hmm. that I want to um, create fragrances that are associated with certain moments, times, places. Mm. And, and then I also was experiencing in my intimate connection with people, I would start remembering them by, by their own smell. Right. Uh, by the smell of the room that we were together. Right. Uh, and, 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 and if I ever would smell something that remotely close to that, it will bring me to that moment. Mm -hmm. And not only it will bring smile to my face, but it also um, arouses me mm -hmm. in so many different ways. Right. And, and that's why I feel that the language of fragrance and the ability of fragrance to, to do that, it's so powerful. Right. What was the fragrance? The name of the fragrance was Climat by Lancôme. Oh, okay. And it's no longer, it, it was never sold in the United States. Mm -hmm. and, and it was a very small, and it was a concentrate. Mm. It wasn't, it was a complete, it was like, it was oily when you put yeah. it on. It was very, very heady, very, very heavy. Mm. Um, but it was... Um, it's represented to me the 60s and and, yeah. and 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 what's also was amazing is that i remember when i was away at summer camp and in was this in russia, in russia. okay and my mom was supposed to come on one of the visits and she couldn't make it mm -hmm. and i missed her very much i remember there was a woman mm -hmm. there and and i didn't see the woman but apparently it, I mean, no woman wore it yeah. because somebody was in the room with that fragrance. Wow. And I thought my mom was there. Right. And I, I started, I was emotional. I started crying. I started, I said, where's my mother? Where's my mother? She's, she's here. Mm -hmm. But her spirit was there because the fragrance right. was present. So mm -hmm. that's how powerful it is. Right. I mean, it's, it's crazy how certain scents you just associate with certain people and times and you smell it and you just, you can, it takes you right there. Right. There's like a sentimental second part to this story. I don't know if you're okay if I tell you. The one thing that kind of happened so many years later when you were in Grass. Yeah. Do you want to tell? Well, it was interesting because so many years later, I'm sitting in Grass and uh, working already on my fragrances for Fresh. And, mm -hmm. and uh, they asked me, I mean, you're so close to fragrance. It's like it's so unique in the mm -hmm. way you work. Uh, why you never became actual perfumer? Mm -hmm. So like a chemist mm -hmm. of, within the world of perfumery. And I said, I, I leave the fragrance in a very different way. I feel like I did not, I do not want to be so in it. I just really want to be, I want to, I, I want to leave off of what inspires me so I could tell the story without chemically. I understand the notes very well today right. in, in so many different ways, but but I, but I wanted to be a little bit more neutral in the way how I approached the fragrance. Mm -hmm. And then I said, well, you have to tell us where's the passion for the fragrance. We've never seen anything like this. And mm -hmm. I told them the story. And they said, well, you have to wait a minute. And 10 minutes later, they walked in with the perfumer who created that fragrance. That's 
That's an so old special. man. Yeah. And they are the one who made that fragrance. Wow. And, and it was very emotional for, for me to actually be in that perfume place that yeah. actually created that fragrance. And then what I asked him to do, because the fragrance was already discontinued, mm -hmm. and it was very difficult to find it so many years later, and, 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 and the, the woman who immigrated from Russia for, to United States, um, they couldn't really find it that easily. So mm. I asked that fragrance house to make me those fragrances and wow. I ended up giving it to my mother and my aunt. They were so emotional about and it. And your grandmother, but, she was still and alive. And my grandmother when she was alive. You remember when I brought those boxes? So it was like, you know, because it was, because it was the fragrance that was smuggled into Russia in those days. Right. So a lot of women who were able to, you know, get to right. the black market. So that was like, it was either Red Moscow or it was Klima. Yeah. Right. So I think the point, they were just so happy to get it. And I remember like, it was literally probably the best gift you've ever given your grandmother. Oh no, it was incredible. She was so thrilled. Yeah, and then I became I became a supplier of the fragrance, of course, for, for, for free. But yes, yeah. very melancholy. But it, but, yeah. but it was but it was incredible because uh, obviously the formulations of the fragrances were preserved, mm -hmm. so it was easy to replicate it. How it was right. a really short formula too. Yeah, the formula was very short. Totally not clean. That <laughs> probably not. Far from it. Yeah. 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 But but it, but it was absolutely incredible to live what I lived and what I experienced right. in Russia. Right. And then so many years later, being in the place that actually created this fragrance. I mean, yeah. I think it's pretty How amazing. That's, yeah. That's my, that was my destiny, and I and I believe in it. So. That's a that's an it is your destiny. That's an amazing story, and I'm curious. And maybe this is a loaded question, so tell me if it is. But both Fresh and the Maker brands have so much individuality, and they're so expressive. And do you think that your childhoods in the USSR sort of propelled you to make something that was so individual? It definitely has an effect, uh, but but we all are maybe what Russia in in growing up in Russia and I left Russia when I was ten years old, uh, so made me dream because of the things that somewhere listening to conversation you know you know among adults mm -hmm. about. So like the other world and what other things that exist that mm -hmm. we don't see where we are, but they exist there. Mm -hmm. um, watching some of the foreign movies like Funny Girl, for example, or My mm -hmm. Fair Lady, mm -hmm. um, or some Italian movies that shows right. you sort of like uh, a fashion that you never see on the streets of Russia or right. or or. or cars or people and how they talk and how they behave it makes you dream about something else mm -hmm. and and i think that when you dream and you become a dreamer um when you're growing up that's how you start approaching many things it becomes part of you mm -hmm. so dreaming about being somebody and mm -hmm. doing something and 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 you know want to turn it into reality became very big part of who I am. So mm -hmm. I do feel absolutely being where I was in Russia and growing up and taking those dreams with me. I think it taught me to, to really try to live my dreams. I think uh, it's, it's a different experience because it's harder right now to imagine it because obviously we live in a world which is so much more connected. Mm -hmm. So to really think how the input of actual cultural information is so limited. So mm -hmm. basically your life is in the books. Right. I mean, literally, and I'm sure you meet people who've come from other countries that were, you know, 
tyrannical countries or some mm-hmm. kind of a, it just you you learn so much through the books or the underground mm-hmm. you know so I had six years on top of left because I left when I was 16 so I did almost finish school and mm-hmm. the dynamic of how the dreams that you haven't are really based in sort of the images you have of this life that exists somewhere. And I think the desperation comes from not knowing that you will able, be able to live it. And when the opportunity comes, mm-hmm. I think the pure joy of being able to take this opportunity right. and build something. Yeah. So, and it also gives you that certain personal interpretation of how you see things, how you view things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the part which is so interesting because... I always think about this, you know, in fresh there is a mask called vitamin nectar and it's completely made from actually pulps mm-hmm. of oranges, oh, wow. clementines and lemons. It's an incredible experience because sensorially smelling it was incredible. And, you know, we grew up, we didn't have like really fruit outside of season. So, you know, citrus was always something that was very special. And I remember my grandmother would stand in line you know, for two hours to be able to get it if they would be selling it. So you have this something that feels so rare and fantastic and not every day. You know, it's not like you can buy a banana every day back right. in those days. So every time right now when I have this mask and I put it on and I think about that smell of this abundance of this pulp of citruses and what it does to me, I know that my mind goes back to that time when my family would not eat that clementine, but they would give it to me, you know, the child to enjoy. Mm-hmm. It never goes out of your heart because that right. is the part, the most amazing thing about the olfactory nerve is that it connects to your personal memories and it just lives there. Mm-hmm. And no one can really take it away from you. I think in that way, it's probably the most universal emotion mm-hmm. that we have, our reaction to the scent, our personal reaction to the scent. Right. It can never be wrong. Right. Well, I get why you're wearing Libertine then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you remember the first fragrance that you bought for yourselves here? The fragrance that the first fragrance that I bought it was, uh, you know, Vetiver by Guerlain. I love that scent. It's one of my most favorite fragrances. It's always existing collection of my fragrances. Mm-hmm. That was really the first one. Yeah. Uh, the second one was Pakoraban, um, and then the Givenchy Gentleman, which I love very much. Those are three fragrances that I remember. I was the Givenchy Gentleman. I smelled on somebody, and I felt like. It smelled so amazing. Yeah, it was a beautiful patchouli in it, and 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 uh, it it was so full, and it smelled expensive. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was a big fragrance. Uh, but the vetiver by Guerlain, I thought it was so sensual. It, mm-hmm. it smelled. There is like a um, something that just takes you, and and you start thinking about. Carry grants of the world, mm-hmm. and, and and it's just like it, it, it takes you to this mm-hmm. <laughs> fantasy place. I know movies. exactly it's what like, you mean. Yeah, it's and, and and that to me became something that I always had. I always wore it on and mm-hmm. off, always. Mm-hmm. And I, there's a lot of vetiver fragrances out there that are great, mm-hmm. but vetiver Bergelan is. By far my favorite. It smells kind. I feel like when you smell it, it just smells like totally. a nice person who would wear that totally. scent. And familiar. There's familiar, exactly. There's something very familiar about it. It's yeah. like, as if, it, you know, it reminds me a little bit of everybody. Right. And, and, and to a certain degree. And it's, it's clean, it's sensual, 
it's rich, it's expensive. And it's intelligent. It kind of has that feel when you say that. I mean, that's a fragrance I think you wore when I met you. Yeah. It's a smart fragrance. And, mm -hmm. and it's and you're never tired of smelling it. I, mean. I, I fully agree. And, and it was interesting because when I bought it in a department store, the lady was very impressed that I actually wanted that. And, <laughs> and I really saved a lot of money to buy mm -hmm. that fragrance in, 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 in the department store in Israel. Mm -hmm. Because that's where I immigrated to. I lived in Israel for 11 years. Mm. Shalom. Shalom. <laughs> Manishma. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to say uh, not a lot, but yeah. I know a manish means. Yeah, yeah. That's about uh, as far so, as my fever goes. So that to me was she. She was like, "Why?" And I couldn't explain why. Yeah, it just talked to me. Yeah, that's the power of fragrance, right? Yeah, I know, and it's something that you like. I mean, listen. For me, it was a little different because in high school in the late seventies, what you had sort of you would buy with that wasn't expensive and it was sort of in the pharmacy. Mm -hmm. And I think it was Lair de Tomes by Nina Ricci. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, I think something that we must address, obviously the Maker Hotel has this amazing fragrance line and candle line, which I'm gonna get to in a little bit, but you also have your personal collection in the hotel, right? You have a fragrance right. library. Yeah. Can you tell us about that library and some of the scents that are in it and what the inspiration was there? Well, you know, I love fragrances. I love collecting fragrances. Not only the fragrances that I create, I also appreciate many other fragrances that's out there. And, and uh, through my travel, I collected a lot of fragrances. I mean, I have my own personal fragrance collection. You know, there are easy over 200 different fragrances mm -hmm. that I have. And I buy them for different reasons. Because I find that either some define a certain era mm -hmm. and and reminds me of a certain time and and i also buy the fragrances because they they're so different their compositions are so different from anything out there mm -hmm. and that's how i was collecting them mm -hmm. and when i um started thinking about creating sort of like this fragrance library mm -hmm. said why wouldn't i bring the collection of my fragrances in there so outside of the ones that i work and create why can it be something that people can experience mm -hmm. and 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 really see it all under one roof mm -hmm. uh, sort of like my own personally curated collection mm. uh not i'm saying it's like it it's the best could be the best in the world but it, but it, these are the fragrances that i love and i wanted them to also understand why I love them because right. there is a similarity between them, but they all, each one is so different from another mm -hmm. and it's different shaped bottles and it's different personality for every fragrance. Mm -hmm. And we find it to be such an incredible experience for the guests when they come there mm -hmm. uh, because they do spend time there and they really look into fragrances they, they either never heard about or mm -hmm. the ones that they did, they get familiar again with right. those fragrances and, right. and, uh, and, and they love that curation. So do you have backup copies of these scents or you have taken your personal collection and put it on display? It just, that's what I did. Wow. Yeah. So yes. if you guys go to the Maker Hotel, for anyone listening, there is literally a room of Lev's personal collection. And aside from all the Maker fragrances that you're going to get, you can try those fragrances. So what are some of the highlights of that collection that you're just, if, if you were with a guest, that you'd be like, smell that one? Well, of course... Right, right. You gotta start <laughs> by, there. By Guerlain. And it's a very funny, there is one fragrance called Jupe. 
Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if you, you know, the juke back in, in, in sort of like late 80s, 90s. I mean, there was early 90s. I mean, this fragrance, I don't know, there was something about that fragrance, the way how it was, uh, you know, you know the, the scent of the fragrance mm -hmm. uh, somehow um, symbolizes that era mm -hmm. because it, 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 it was, it's very specific. It's mm -hmm. a very big fragrance. And, and I, I always, it, it's a fragrance that you can, once you smell it, you can continue smelling it mm -hmm. in, your, um, in your nose and in your head. And, and once in a while, you know, I like to put this fragrance on. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, it just, it reminds me of a certain time. And, and, and I don't know, it just makes me feel very elated for, yeah, for, yeah. for whatever reason. And, and, and it's, it's a readily available fragrance. It's not right. so like an indie type of fragrance right, or, or right. anything else. But, it, but it's, it's, it, I thought it was very well done. It, and, and it had its own personality. Mm -hmm. It's very strong. It's very strong, yeah. for sure. Wow. Yeah. But there's many, there's, there is no end to it. There is so many other fragrances that, that go from, from Creed to many other lines mm -hmm. that exist, even the lines that are the current, current lines that those mm -hmm. fragrances And then some disconnect. I mean, they're not full. Some of the bottles are half and quarter full. I mean, there's some comb fragrances that are really old from, like, I think when they just started. Mm -hmm. um, there's, you know, Nilla Harris. There's Roja. There's even Chanel. Mm -hmm. um, but it's it's sort of an interesting thing because you know it's a cabinet and it's a beautiful little room like a little mm -hmm. boudoir. Yeah. And you just sit on this little settee by the window. You open the cabinet and you play. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that, that some of the guests who already know it, you know, they run to that second floor and they go in the room I and would. spray something yeah. for the night, right? Yeah. Um, so we are not selling them, obviously, but right. you know, people are you know free to pursue to find it if they fall in love with it. That's very generous of you to put your your personal collection. Uh, out like that I saw in an interview that you guys did uh, for Fresh it was a few years back and I think Lev you said without the past there is no future mm -hmm. and I it's very clear how that um, you know it, it, how you can see that in Fresh products with the Umbrian clay and um, the you know that elixir ancien yes how does that and I know the maker is full of so many eclectic vintage pieces right so first off can you can you speak about what it was like to to decorate the hotel well I mean one of the biggest sort of concepts behind the maker is celebrating all the makers of the world mm -hmm. and celebrating beauty and design uh bringing something to the forefront again something that was forgotten mm -hmm. and 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 maybe um a certain design sensibility that that we wanted to show the design sensibility that we wanted to celebrate but mm -hmm. more than anything else it's really celebrating the makers that that did it from the architects that created it mm -hmm. to amazing makers that actually executed that mm -hmm. vision of the architect but in this, in some ways in general everybody is a maker mm -hmm. a writer is a maker a painter mm -hmm. is a maker anybody who makes something to share with you uh even if it's not visual even if it's just providing you with something that makes you feel good it doesn't have to have anything tangible mm -hmm. is a maker right. we all are makers right. and that was the idea behind the hotel is how do we bring 
all those pieces together and celebrate them under one roof. Mm-hmm. And we took certain errors that are were very inspiring to us. Mm-hmm. You know, we celebrated the era of we love the La Bella Polka area. We mm-hmm. love the the Art Deco. We like the we like very much sort of like late eighteen hundreds, uh, you know, industrial design, mm-hmm. which they were so sensual. And if you think about sort of like the, these incredible train stations in Paris or mm-hmm. in in Europe, and looking at how what they used to do with metal that was such right. an industrial material, uh, and uh, it, 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 and and how do we put it all under one roof, taking a lot of this era, picking up the best of the best, mm-hmm. and let them be in harmony mm-hmm. and under one space. So so that was an exercise in eclecticism mm-hmm. and finding the right balance, how to get them together, and and so they create that emotional environment and mm-hmm. gets people curious. And you have, you know, it's a, was a series of old buildings that really needed to be revived. Mm-hmm. So I think to some extent, when you come to some that have us, you know, buildings that have some beautiful original detail, but it's in disarray and you need to take it out and restore it and bring mm-hmm. it back. There's a lot of that, you know, carriage house where the lounge is, for example, was truly a carriage house. You mm-hmm. to, wanted to preserve the original beading on the walls, to take it out the insulation in and put the beading back in. Wow. I mean, there's some beautiful details that, you know, just like little bits and pieces that were left, you know, a little bit of broken tile in the foyer, you know, but we found some loose tiles that we could restore the pattern. And then, of course, rebuilding in a whole different way things that would feel like they were there because we were fortunate enough to find a lot of the makers of state, people who have left the city and they're still practicing their craft, you know, the beautiful wood restorers and furniture makers. Mm -hmm. So they can really restore this incredible body of finds that Lev had gone through for years, looking for things, you know, because basically about 70% of furnishings at the maker has been upcycled from junk, antiques, Mm -hmm. everything that's possibly could be restored and brought to this. And it's kind of this, truly this celebration of, this incredible centuries of decorative arts to be able to bring it into today's world and live on it. Right. You know, right. this is not a museum environment. This is a very comfortable you living environment right. that you can live and be comfortable. The idea was always that it would not feel formal. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think that's where the Bohemian sensibility comes to is that all of these periods that left speaks to along even with mid-century, you know, blended. Mm-hmm. you know, with a certain element of, you know, softness, because the textile brings you that softness as well. Mm-hmm. Things that feel broken in and it makes you feel like it's been there and you're staying with like really great friends who have this amazing right. taste, right? Right. That's the ultimate reason to go to a hotel is to feel like you're right. in a hotel, but you're very comfortable. Right. Feel like home, but be in a hotel. Right. That's where That's the inhibitions are right. all the way, right? right. Yeah, and, and, and very much, I mean, as you were referring to, is that the future is... <laughs> based on everything that That's happened true. to us in the past. Right. And, 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 and I think celebrating it and how they can come to life in today's world and, and using those references, I think it's such, a, it's such a great thing to sort of like giving continuous life to those things mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and reinterpret them in a very different way mm-hmm. and, 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 and celebrate them in a different way. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I love 
anything that's modern and it's beautiful and I respect any design. Mm -hmm. um, but what I personally and could say for Alina, we always were gravitated to sort of like celebration of all of those things that inspired us mm -hmm. for so long mm -hmm. through our travels, things that emotionally make you feel a certain way. Mm -hmm. It brings a certain comfort to your eyes and your soul. And, and, and uh, so that's really what the maker was very personal. And there's also, you know, behind all of it actually has been sort of this core value that we had put in on our board before we even started. And that's, we call it responsible environments that will do things at the cost to us and not the environment. So mm -hmm. part of, you know, when you start looking at things that way, when you think of preservation of something or finding something and bringing it back to life, the restoration, the utilization of things that exist already and have been built and try to reuse them, um, you start looking at everything that way. Right. right. You know, so the idea of making something new comes at a very different reason, you mm -hmm. know, than just like, let's just duplicate this lamp. Right. You know. So you mentioned the mid-century era and Belle Epoque um, and Art the Deco. Art Deco. Are any of the fragrances inspired by certain eras? The fragrances are already inspired by what's happening inside the hotel. Okay. And, and, and the environment it created. It's, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's, it's dreamy. I mean, we, we celebrated um, uh, Moulin Rouge evenings in there with mm -hmm. the beautiful perform burlesque performances. Like, like, and and, and it, it's interesting to see how uh, the guests or people that are experiencing the maker, mm -hmm. they even try to dress to the maker style which is if very i go to the cool. maker i'm gonna dress like in the <laughs> yeah. style for but, sure but, but, but I'm, I'm talking about if uh, not every day but if yeah. it's a special occasion it's, right. it's incredible when we for example when we were celebrating um uh one of the first new years when we had like this incredible burlesque show and it was very much the theme was mm -hmm. um moulin rouge it was amazing to see that, that you actually felt like you fell into that period mm -hmm. that that the guests were participating in that right or the halloween it's like i never seen masks like this before I right mean, people really went all the way to celebrate halloween in the maker's face mm. and that really shows that the curation of that mm -hmm. and creating that environment that triggers certain emotion mm -hmm. in people mm -hmm. and and how they celebrate mm -hmm. the maker it, it's it was amazing to see it and 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 the fragrances to me again leading to it became very much of a expression of those spaces right. and and the emotion that it brings in people and and the fantasies that they right. start sort of like dreaming about right i mean it sounds very transportive to be very. in that space and then yeah. fragrance is so transportive as you were mentioning just exactly. a smell conjures up an entire place and person and time and and memory and i'm curious just um going a little bit more into the fragrances what was the uh development process like were there any specific perfumers that you guys had your eyes on to work with when you created this line well i've worked with quite a few perfumers mm -hmm. uh you know, I briefed the fragrances to few fragrance houses, uh, and all the perfumers I worked on the projects were amazing. Mm -hmm. um, but I just wanted to really see how 
each perfumer interprets sort of like the spirit of the maker and 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 and, and the fragrance and the story behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how I went by the groups of perfumers that I end up working with that had sort of like this the stories they 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 managed to bring those stories to life together mm-hmm. with me or the fragrance with the fragrance and and uh it it, it wasn't an interview process or mm-hmm. in any way it, it was a very democratic very open project mm-hmm. which i briefed and each fragrance had its own story mm-hmm. uh each fragrance had its own moment uh each fragrance had its own uh reason why it would be called that way mm-hmm. and and, and uh, you know the name of the fragrance very much it's 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 really the name of the story right that that i wrote about the fragrance it's also i think i mean the part of you know while the destination sort of launched the story the story is so much more about not just the place it's really more about the impact of a place mm-hmm. the fantasy of a place mm-hmm. so whether we do have a real destination behind these fragrances you don't need to be in that destination to actually be inspired that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about how many times we are, you know, looking at an incredible picture of a place and like one day I want to go there. Right. But you don't necessarily go there, but you take a piece that you can bring home with you that you have not been. Right. I don't know. I think it's kind of an interesting thing with travel fantasies. We, when we travel, we do feel free in a certain way. Mm-hmm. When people don't know us, when we can behave a certain way, that maybe is different from the way we usually are. Mm-hmm. I think that's what travel fantasy is. You know, it's mm-hmm. that imagination. Mm-hmm. So the for us, the Maker Hotel was like the jump board for that. Mm-hmm. Because not everybody can come to this hotel, you know, and it's a small hotel. Right. Um, and if you live on the other side of the world, but you could look at the pictures, you know, you look at the videos and you read about these fragrances, you can imagine that that could be part of who you are. Mm-hmm. And when you travel to another hotel, you could be that. You could be that libertine. Right, right. And by the way, you know, the funny thing, part of that question you asked and you didn't say anything about it, but I mean, we literally were working on it during 2020. Right. There was a lot yeah. of Zoom. This was a tw- this was a 2020 <laughs> venture. <laughs> when, oh, yeah. when did the maker open? Well, well the maker... Not opened, the maker, but the fragrances. The maker opened, oh, the fragrances. The okay. maker opened in parts. Okay. Uh, you know, it, it, it fully opened on... Almost two years ago, fully the whole mm-hmm. hotel. But we used to op- we we opened it in 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 different phases because mm-hmm. of the way how construction was done in the space, the restoration and everything mm-hmm. else. We wanted to really open it to public mm-hmm. sooner than later. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it would have taken quite a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fragrances would, were developed during COVID, yeah, and 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 uh, a lot of it was done by zoom uh but again it you know for me it wasn't difficult because the people were still present in the room uh yes you wish to interact in person especially when you're creating fragrances but i i had a very clear vision about what those fragrances had to be because they've been been in my head for years Mm -hmm. as as the maker was built so with that in mind and the fact that you guys are big travelers where's the most fragrant place you've traveled to you know I don't know if it's the most fragrant destination, if it's the most fragrant moment. Mm. Um, for me, there's a certain time of the day or a certain time of the year. In the summertime, for example, in, in, in when you have the lilac is in full bloom mm-hmm. and the sun warmed up the earth and 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 so like it goes more towards the evening and... Mm-hmm. and 
from the heat of the sun and the output is the strongest during this time of the day. Right, right. That is for me it's more of the moment than the actual destination that being to. I would walk sometimes with Alina and I'd be like, have you ever smelled? I mean, this is honeysuckle. I mean, it's like, you, it's intoxicating. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's the moment right. in time. Yeah. And it lasts not for a very long time, but it, but it's it's where the flowers are breathing out and they inhale. Now they exhale everything mm-hmm. out and you write in that moment. Mm-hmm. And it could be anywhere. Mm-hmm. It could be in your own garden, but it, right. it literally could be anywhere. I remember... Alina and I uh, and our daughters, quite a few years ago, we were in um, in this place called Penne, and it, it, it's uh, it, it's outside of uh, it's it's right in, in the uh, Burgundy area of. Uh, it's in Aquitaine. It's Aquitaine, sorry, um, in France, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to this uh, sanctuary to listen to this um, this beautiful sort of like. Yeah, it was like an Ave Maria, Ave Maria concert, concert mm. yes. on in this church, the sanctuary at the top of the hill, and it was one of these really old Gothic towns mm. called Penedajne, and uh, it was a really long winding walk up. And as we were walking, it was like, I think it was eight o'clock at night. And, yeah, because it was and nighttime. The, and the air, you know, there the air is a little drier, uh, so it, it, everything is more fragrant because of that. Because. Mm-hmm. Uh, the humidity doesn't take over, mm-hmm. uh, so so everything is so much more sharper and so much mm-hmm. more present. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were like walked by this little house, and there are honeysuckle growing in there. I mean, I think we all stopped. Mm-hmm. We literally all stopped. Wow. We, we we never experienced anything like this. So I was a little rude. I took a little. I I. You gotta. Put it out. I won't tell. I won't and I had the plastic bag. I gave you like yeah. a plastic bag. But, but throughout the whole uh, performance, the Ave Maria, and, and, and we're in this beautiful space as we made it, made it to the sanctuary, as the music gets stronger, the fragrance gets stronger. Wow. It was incredible. Yeah. It was just like, I think people were even start turning their heads. I mean, it's like every, it, it's, it's like, it's, it's it, like it's synchronicity. Incredible. Wow. So, so that's the, the, these are moments that, well, once is that um, gave me an inspiration to create a fragrance. First, I did it for Alina. She she wore it for quite a few years, right? Like one, one, one year. That's a long time in perfume yeah. years. In those days, it doesn't it doesn't last long, right? I wanted to capture it, and I remember I brought it to her. I said, "Do you?" When I made the fragrance, I brought it to Alina, and when she smelled it, she said. She immediately knew it. You knew what it was. Penne, yeah. yeah. Because there was a honeysuckle fresh fragrance. Right? Is that, was that yeah. inspired by that? Oh, that's wow. the one. Okay. I think Amazing. that's part of, you know, just there's places in the world where there's a role of aromas. A lot of them sometimes have to do a lot with flavor and foods. You know, yeah. when you're walking through the Egyptian Spice Bazaar in Istanbul, I mean, mm-hmm. you're overwhelmed by all of those aromas. Right. You know, when you stand, you know, we have a place in Truro and it's like North Truro, it's right on the hill right in front of this ocean. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you smell that ocean and you smell the grasses on the dunes, I mean, you know, that's something for people may not do something for me. It's like, I'm alive. Right. I think there are so many things when they extracted. I mean, just one particular thing that comes through all of that olfactory noise. And there's one thing that you recognize and that takes you a place, right? And mm-hmm. that is like, this is incredible. Wow. I mean, have you ever been to 
Kuala Lumpur night market in Malaysia. I, I mean, cannot say I've been there. That was incredible experience. Yeah. And we were in Malaysia only for two days, and this was a very quick business trip through. Mm -hmm. We're doing things fresh at the time. And I will never forget, you know, it was like 10.30 at night and going through this night market where you have, like literally you feel like you're going on this incredible tour of the Southeast Asia wow. from all of the foods that are being prepared. And it's just mm -hmm. the smells and the spices and the fruit. I mean, it's just, this is nothing, nothing like you would ever experience before because we're so used to more singular aromas that when all of it has come together, it's mm -hmm. like a, an incredible potpourri of smells. Mm. But things that we tend to fall in love with are, are very specific to us. Right. When you recognize it, so... What a rich life. It feels like you guys just enjoy all the moments and take them in, whether it's the smell of a lilac on a walk or Kuala Lumpur market. And it's very clear that the attention to detail is everything, just how you perceive life, but also in all of the products and the hotel and everything that you create. So what is a detail that uh, you are each most proud of um, that people might miss if they're not looking for it in your new line of fragrances and candles with the maker? Wow. I, I mean, they're all based on, I, I, I find that each one of the fragrances um, have a real soul. And, and it's interesting because the perfumers were saying the same thing. I mean, this mm -hmm. fragrances, every fragrance has a soul. Mm -hmm. not, not just the maker fragrances, but the, the, it's a very specific soul. And I'm, fragrances are, to me, always represents sensuality, mm -hmm. uh, and it's not about it's not about sex or saying oh this fragrance is sexy. Mm -hmm. Sensuality is something different. It, it, it's it's a certain emotion. It evokes an, a, a, a certain emotion in all of us, and and, mm -hmm. and it could be hidden or it could be very very present, but mm -hmm. it brings something. Sometimes we can't even explain what it is. Mm -hmm. So for me, fragrances they stand for sort of like your spirit and, and mm -hmm. your something that walks in front of you. Mm -hmm. And I find it to be very essential. And, and, and I think the most important thing about the maker fragrance is that they're truly sensual. Mm -hmm. uh, each one of them, they're full of pheromones. They pick up on the body scents and, and, and what we permeate when we get excited, when, mm -hmm. uh, when, when we're experiencing certain moments. I mean... Our smell, our, our body smell creates a certain chemistry that it's, it's the chemi chemicals that right. you put out and, 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 and it creates your own body smell. But mm -hmm. how do you mix it together with the fragrances? How do you imagining those chemicals that your body sort of like brings to the surface? Mm -hmm. How do you take that, imagine it into notes and start mixing it with these other great sort of like woods and embers and, 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 and spices and flowers and mm -hmm. fruits and all of it and pheromones. And mm -hmm. these fragrances are pretty loaded in that. You have, for example, the Spiritus Candle had to capture the spirit of the maker. Right. And sort of like the sensuality, the sultriness of that, the mm -hmm. sort of like the woods and the leathers and, and, and the velvets and, uh, and, 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 the, the exotic part of it and and and, and the sultry part of that. Right. So I wanted to capture that smell of the maker. That mm -hmm. it, it, when you walk into the maker, this is what you smell. 
I have spirit is burning in my apartment, so I feel like my apartment smells like the maker. I haven't even been, but you yes. know, I love that. What would you say, Alina? I think in general, you know, I mean, it's interesting because, I mean, I wouldn't speak about the composition because I think centrality is is the key to the whole project. Mm-hmm. But I think there are certain things that we never want to stand in front. Mm-hmm. And then mindset, obviously, from a packaging point of view, you want to create something that's beautiful and aesthetic, but also it just really becomes this incredible vessel to carry forward the message. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in case of the candle, you know, it's an object. So we wanted to keep branding very, very subtle. As you know, it's sort of on the inside of, of the candle glass and it could be washed off if you want to mm-hmm. um, upcycle it and use it in the bathroom or... Mm-hmm as a vase or as a drinking glass as you're mm-hmm. drinking it here. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of these things are sort of in your mind when you go through the process. And as far as the bottle is concerned, you know, I, I feel like the shape, because it's inspired by a flask, but also an ink bottle, but it's also very organic. It's oval shaped. So when you're holding it in your hand, even mm-hmm. though it's textured glass, it feels very comfortable in your mm-hmm. hand. Um, if you pick up and you take off the cap, you see how light the bottle is. And that was really a thoughtful process of we methodically wanted to use less glass. Mm. And traditionally, prestige perfumery is about, has been about the heavier the glass, the better the fragrance. Mm. We wanted to take that assumption away and use something that utilizes less resources, but mm-hmm. also is still as beautiful and as special as you have it in your hand. Mm-hmm. Some of these aspects of the things that we think about in the process that you build, I don't want that to be in front of this, mm-hmm. but I want this to be there and people to come to, to understand, mm-hmm. you know, using PCR paper and board, you know, using special material in our cap that actually, you know, Zamak, it's an alloy that could be recycled through a right. single stream. You know, the spray pump is a refillable, you know, it's, you screw it off. I think that some of these things that are responsibly have to be done right. independently of how beautiful the project is and how incredible it smells. I think that that is our responsibility as well to be able to carry it through and bring it forward. Well, I love it. This has been incredible to talk to you guys. We have a final segment of the show, which is Rapid Fire Scent Association. It's called What's That Smell? Mm, What's that smell? And I will just throw out a person, place, thing, emotion, time, and just tell me the first smell that comes to your mind. Are you ready to play What's That Smell? (laughs) Okay, Okay, we're ready to play. What is the smell of New York City? Energy. Wet cement. What's the smell of Hudson, New York? Oh, it's uh, creativity. Gritty. I love the balance of your guys' <laughs> answers. Okay, Lev, what is the smell of Alina? Confidence. Uh, there is also a certain element of intensity. Mm. Smart, intelligent, soulful. And Alina, what is the smell of Lev? Mercurial. Mm. What is the smell of love? To me, it's like what, what, what the word I want to. Uh, it's it's not the thunderstorm. It's it's like the it's it's like I don't know lightning in some ways. Mm, I love that. Um, not to push it forward, but fire the perfume from the maker is the smell of love for me. I love that. Okay, and there's a lightning feel to the fire fragrance. So <laughs> yeah, you but know. It's, it's connected. Yeah. It's all connected, and of course, the naked. That's, naked. That's the, yes, the smell yes, of love. of course. What is the smell of fresh, if you had to boil it down? It's if I could smell the sky. The sky. Blue sky. Blue sky. Blue sky and citrus. Mm. 
I love that. Holding an orange to the sky. Holding an orange to the sky. I love that. If that was an Instagram picture. <laughs> Is that on your Instagram? No, but oh. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. Just picturing that. Yeah. What is the smell of the Maker Hotel? I could say the, the first word comes to me is sultry. Mm. Spiritus. Spiritus. Frankincense. Tahitian vanilla. Ah. Well, it is, I, if it's, if I have to describe it this way, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going more to... Right, this isn't a psychology session. You could ah. really describe things in notes. <laughs> or you know, or not. Yeah. yeah. It's... It's really, uh, you know, it's it's frankincense. It's that it, you know, it's. I always loved when when I walk to churches. Mm. I like the smell of frankincense. Yeah. I mean, it's so it, it, there's something so beautiful about it because it's mm -hmm. such a beautiful spice. Mm -hmm. Okay. The final question: If you had to pick one word to describe the overall smell of the Maker fragrances, what would you say? Sensuality. That's the only word that comes to my head. Sensuality. I love Sensuality. it. Sensuality. <laughs> okay, beautiful. Well, Evan Alina, it has been such a pleasure talking Amazing. to you both. Um, where can people shop the Maker Fragrances or potentially book a reservation to stay at the Maker Hotel, which you guys should all do because it's the most fragrant hotel, <laughs> I think, in the world. So www.themaker.com slash shop. We have our shop online. Mm -hmm. Of course, that is really where you can experience not only all the fragrances that the maker presents, also obviously other lifestyle products that we use at the maker. Mm -hmm. You can also make your reservations there. Mm -hmm. And if you want to, you know, experience a slice of the maker, come here. We do have concierge services here. Yes. So well, here at in New York City. 246 <laughs> West 16th Street. That's where we are today. Right. Yes. In, in the heart of Chelsea. Yes. Uh, we have a shop here. And uh, we also just partnered with Goop. Oh, wow. Congrats. Uh, and they actually, it's been an amazing launch together with them. And uh, we will have some news soon. That's amazing. What can't you guys do? I mean, it's like fresh, this, a hotel. I, we didn't even talk about the bakery. <laughs> I mean, I can, sorry guys, they have a bakery too. Um, but we are out of time. Thank you so much. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Emma, thank, thank you so you. much. Thank, thank you. you for coming here thank to do you. this and yeah. uh, being such an incredible it's spokesperson. No, I appreciate it. It was a great conversation. Thanks. Thank you. Happy to be in the perfume room. Perfume Room is edited by Wyatt Peak. Music is by Max Vernon and illustrations are by Israel Rodriguez. 